There are some all too common roadblocks that are costing membership owners sales and signups. Often people don't realize it's happening because they don't even know these obstacles exist. So in today's episode, we're going to share some of the most common roadblocks and our top tips for smashing through them. You're listening to the Membership Geeks podcast, bringing you proven practical tips and advice from the leading experts on growing a successful membership business each and every week. And now here are your hosts, Mike Morrison and Callie Willows. Well, hello there. Welcome to episode 353 of the Membership Geeks podcast. I am Mike Morrison and I'm joined as always by my co-host, Callie Willows. Hello there. <laughs> You're still not reacting as negatively to me calling you co-host. I accept my role. Yeah. Co-host. Host, host. That's what we are. We're co-host. No, no. Host and co-host. I'm right? not precious. I'm not precious. <laughs> yeah, the things you have to do to maintain my fragile little ego. Um, today we're talking all about membership sales and the things that stand in the way of getting more sales, getting more new member signups. There are some very, very common obstacles, some roadblocks that most membership owners simply aren't aware of. And if you don't know that there's a problem... How are you meant to tackle them? So this is where we come in. As always, membership superheroes. No, geeks. Ge oh, man, I was proposing. We're not changing it again. We're not rebranding again. Membership, I think I think superheroes is just inherent in the geeks brand. Okay. Right, yes, let's just say that. But we are here to help you smash through the roadblocks that could be costing you membership sales. But before we do that, if you are a first-time listener, first of all, welcome. We are always thrilled when someone discovers this podcast for the very first time. Make sure that you hit the subscribe button in your podcast app or platform to ensure that just as Steve Tyler wanted, you won't miss a thing. How much mileage am I going to get out of that dumb Aerosmith joke? I promise you we won't use it too much. Don't let that put you off subscribing. If you are a long-term listener and already you're subscribed to the podcast, you know we love and appreciate you. We are so thankful for each nanosecond of attention that you give us. And we hope today's episode is going to prove once again why we are the number one place for anyone looking to grow their membership business. So let's talk roadblocks. Some of the most common roadblocks that could be costing you membership sales. What's the first of those, Callie? Well, the first one is probably the most obvious. It feels so obvious that you shouldn't even need to say it. But it's scary how often this actually comes up when people talk about low sales in their membership. And that is simply that you're not actually asking for the sale. In an effort to try and be less salesy, sometimes people swing too far in the other direction and end up not actually asking or attempting to get the sale at all. So you don't send any sales emails. You avoid promoting your membership on social media. You don't link to it from your website, your social profiles, your email signatures. Or when you do, it's so tame and almost apologetic that you miss the mark or it's easy for people to miss that you've even mentioned it. And it's understandable to not want to be perceived as salesy, but there's a happy medium to be had. And you need to remember that if your membership is as good as you know it is, and it's going to solve the biggest problems that your audience have, then you're doing them a disservice if you're not actually telling them about it. You need to be giving them the opportunity to join so that you can help them to achieve the results that they're looking for. So you need to make plenty of noise. You need to have calls to action to join your membership right across any free content you put out. You need to 
send those sales emails. You need to promote it on any platform you have. You have got to ask for the sale when it comes to getting people to join your membership site. Absolutely. It's incredible how often the biggest roadblock to getting membership sales is you, the membership owner, and that fear of asking for the sale. So that's definitely a common roadblock, perhaps the most common that we see, you know, not getting any sales. Are you asking for them? Well, no. Genius idea. How about we start asking for the sale? The second thing that can be a big roadblock is if your membership is far too expensive. Memberships are typically low ticket products. So we're talking less than $100 per month. Generally, most memberships are going to be priced around about $30 to maybe $60 to $70 on average per month. So if you are higher than that, that's definitely going to be an obstacle for people joining. Now, don't get me wrong, you certainly can charge over $100 for your membership. But once you get into that price point, there's more of an expectation that there'll be access to you, that there'll be a coaching element. And so it becomes less of a membership, which is usually DIY. It's usually you're giving people the tools and the resources to go off and study and learn and implement themselves. Once you get above $100, there's more of an expectation that it'll be DWY, done with you, that they'll get some of your time, that they'll have coaching calls either one-on-one or in small groups. The higher the price, the closer you get towards a coaching product, small group program or one-on-one program, and the further away you get from a membership. You know, memberships are so common, they're so popular these days that there are certain expectations, both in terms of what people get and in terms of the price that they would pay. So if you're an outlier, if you're providing the things that someone would expect a $50 a month membership to provide, but you're asking $300 per month, unless you've done a really, really good job of demonstrating why you are worth that extra $200, $250 a month, you're really going to struggle to get sales. So What we do sometimes find, particularly for people who are coming from a coaching background or from any sort of business where they are accustomed to selling their time and their expertise on a one-on-one basis, sometimes they struggle with the notion of going from a place where they're maybe charging thousands of dollars for a coaching call or for, you know, some one-on-one tuition or whatever And it can be a really, really difficult transition to wrap your head around going from that to selling a product where all of that experience and expertise is on the market for something as small as $50 per month. Because quite often, when you're making that sort of shift, the mindset around just receiving $50, you often don't think, yeah, it's $50, but it's $50 per month for hopefully years from hundreds and thousands of people. It's a different lens to look at things through and that adaptation from a one-on-one approach of selling your expertise to the one-to-many where you are getting a smaller amount per person but you're getting it from far more people you'd ever be able to reach on a one-on-one basis. It can be difficult to wrap your head around and that is quite often what is behind people grossly overcharging for their membership. So really take a look at your membership pricing, really take a look at what you're offering. How does it compare to other people? 
is it DIY or is there some sort of coaching? Is there some done with you or even done for you element in there that would justify a price point over $100? If you don't have that, but you're charging that sort of price, then that might be a massive roadblock to getting your membership sales, particularly if you're not effectively communicating why your price point is so much higher than other comparable memberships. So if your membership is far too expensive or is perceived to be far too expensive, that can be a huge, huge roadblock. The next roadblock that you may encounter is technical problems with your sign-up process. Are there actually any issues in the sign-up process? Is everything working as it should? Is it clear and obvious how people can actually sign up if they want to join? You can't rely on people telling you if they have technical issues when they're trying to join your membership. So you could be sitting there thinking nothing's going your way, nobody wants to join your membership, when actually it's just a tech bug on your checkout page that's costing you a bunch of sales. So it's always good to regularly test this stuff and check things out, especially if you've previously been making sales and now they've suddenly stopped or slowed. And it works for inside your membership as well. Is everything working there too? Bugs, broken navigation, and so on. These things can all diminish the member experience and play a part in the decision to leave as well. Yeah, you you do see those cases where people are pulling their hair out, wondering why no one's signing up. And it's literally just because they've got the, the wrong checkout link or there's an error message shows on the checkout page that's confusing people or it doesn't work on mobile yeah that's a, that's a huge one if it doesn't work on mobile or and you see this sometimes particularly now you'll sometimes get technical setups where people are using a different software for the payment side the the actual checkout element a total different solution to their main website and you know It could just be that that part of the process is either down or it's running slow or whatever. If you're not on top of it and testing it out, I think at least once a quarter you should be trying to join your own membership. Yeah, definitely. I think you definitely want to test that experience and see how it works. Absolutely. So that can be a huge, huge roadblock from a practical sense. And as Callie said, you can't rely on people to give you a heads up about this because, you know, often they'll just get frustrated, go elsewhere, and you'll be none the wiser. The next roadblock is a one particular to anyone using the closed-door membership model, where people can't join your membership throughout the year. They can only join during set, scheduled enrollment windows. So you only open the doors a few times a year. A big roadblock, if you're doing that, is stopping any marketing outside of those launch periods. So a big, big bugbear for for me, well, for us, of how this closed door strategy is taught is this idea that you open the doors, you do loads of marketing, you close them, and that just means you don't need to think about marketing until next time you open the doors. Nothing could be further from the truth. Because if you stop marketing, if you just put marketing on the back burner, then your sales pipeline isn't getting filled up in between launches. If you're not doing enough to market between your launches to grow your email list, to stay top of mind, then your audience isn't going to grow. So when you do open the doors, you're marketing to the same people you were on your last launch and the launch before that and the launch before that. You're constantly going back to the same well until eventually 
it runs dry. And so your launches will get diminishing returns. We see so many people use the, those exact words. Every launch just gets a little bit less successful until you know that membership owner gives up and changes their whole model. When actually, if they just continue to market in between launches, if they continue to put out free content, to be active on social media, to keep showing up, not just when they had something to sell, then that strategy will work so much better for them. So that, if you're not getting sales, if you're finding that your launches are getting less and less effective, that could be the obvious roadblock. And I would argue there as well that also if you do have a wait list in place and you're getting people signed up to that for your next launch, make sure you're actually nurturing them. Make sure you're actually emailing them once they're on that list rather than just waiting until you've got something to sell them. Because otherwise, if they've joined all excited about your product and you go and give them a reason to wait for you, they'll go and find their solution somewhere else. Absolutely. You know, if you're only opening the doors like twice a year and you close your doors on a Monday, someone joins your wait list on a Tuesday, they've then got to wait six months. Like They just miss your launch by a day or two. That's a long time to wait. And if you're not nurturing them, if you're not staying top of mind, if you're not showing up for them in some way just to stay on the radar, then by the time the launch comes around, they'll be like, oh yeah, that, that guy. I vaguely remember signing up. Oh, I can't remember why I'm on this list because not heard from them in six months. And it doesn't reflect well on you if you only ever show up for your audience when you've got something to sell. We all know those marketers, those business people who do that, right? You don't want to be like that. And so if you're not marketing between launches, that can be a huge roadblock for the success of your membership and the sales you get when you do actually open those doors. And roadblock number five is that your pricing is too difficult for people to understand or to make a choice. The more options you give to people, the more difficult the buying decision is. So if you've got multiple tiers, for example, let's say three tiers, each with different features and benefits, and then each tier also has a monthly, quarterly, annual, maybe even a lifetime joining option, there's 12 different choices you're giving to people. People like me who struggle with decision making are just going to decide not to decide at all yeah that's the easier <laughs> that's the easier decision so yeah you're not just giving them 12 choices you're giving them 13 because the 13th choice is just to not bother joining or to, to go away and think about it and then just forget just about get it anxious trying to decide what the right option is for you yes it's called decision fatigue yeah so that can be confusing enough and then maybe you want to actually have a trial offer on top of that or maybe you want to do something like a joining fee the more complications or the more different pricing structures you add into the mix the more time someone is going to have to spend deciding what works for them and the less likely you are to get the sale as a result. Absolutely. If people are spending all their time just deciphering your pricing instead of thinking about how great it will be to be a member, then that is going to be a big, big roadblock. And particularly if, it's just, if, if you just can't wrap your head around the pricing structure, all the different options, then yeah, that easiest option is just to go elsewhere or to defer the decision to join and then you're relying on them actually remembering to come back and become part of your membership. So make sure your pricing isn't too difficult to understand because that could be the big roadblock to getting sales. We mentioned joining fees there as well. Joining fees can be a massive roadblock for people 
if you're charging a joining fee for no clear reason. Now, I'm not the biggest fan of charging joining fees for memberships, unless there's a very, very specific reason. So let's just say everyone on first joining your membership gets given a lifetime license to an exclusive piece of software, or they get a ticket for an event, something that has a tangible value that they get access to from day one. And when I say that, we don't mean the content in your membership. We mean something else, something that's a one-time high-value thing that they are provided on joining. That sort of situation warrants a joining fee. But most other circumstances simply don't. What you actually find in a lot of cases, when people are charging joining fees, so that additional extra charge, that one-off extra fee for someone joining your membership, quite often they're just doing it as a way to drive up revenue or maybe to maximize their average member lifetime value because it seems easier to just whack an extra charge on top instead of trying to, you know, improve their membership so people stay longer, right? So whatever the reason is for you charging a joining fee, whether it's just because you want a way of making a bit of extra cash or because there is that additional bit of one-time value someone gets at the start, if the reasoning is not clear to your potential members why they have to pay an added upfront cost, that's going to be a huge, huge barrier. If your joining fee is purely arbitrary, it's not going to seem fair. Because let's face it, it's not really fair. So that can very well put people off joining altogether and become a massive, massive roadblock in getting member sales. So if you are charging joining fees, you need to ensure that the reason is clear, that it's actually clear in your sales material that this fee will come in because whether it's justified or not, if people are surprised by that joining fee, if they don't see it until they go to the checkout process, that's going to cost you sales as well. So make sure that you've got clarity and solid justification around a joining fee so that it doesn't become an obstacle to getting member signups. Yeah, and I would say go so far as to even have an FAQ on your sales page as the answers why is there a joining fee yeah. where you can be really specific about why that's charged and also what happens if they leave and come back again do they have to pay that joining fee again that's a common question in people's minds absolutely but if you don't have a real tangible solid justification for that joining fee simpler option just get rid of it yeah. <laughs> i'm not a huge fan especially when it's arbitrary there are some um i think of mike collins um with his irish heritage membership where a part of what new members get is actually kind of like an answer it's access to uh like a, a whole of the membership yeah it's a whole of the membership it's a family tracking um solution and all of that they get that from day one that justifies something like a joining fee yeah, but definitely. just, I'm charging a joining fee because I want more money? <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely not a great reason. So knowing that joining fees in general are always going to put a little bit of extra friction in the buying process, however justified they are, if you don't have that justification, it can be simpler to just remove that roadblock altogether. And our final roadblock is that maybe you're just 
indistinguishable from your competitors. Maybe you're just not standing out in the market. And this can happen if you've modeled yourself a little too closely on other players in the market in the same space as you with a similar audience or niche. So maybe your sales page is a little too heavily influenced. Maybe you use very similar language to them. Maybe your perfect customer avatar is exactly the same. And perhaps your whole content strategy is the same. So you offer the same or similar things inside your membership, maybe even at the same sort of price point too. So people aren't really clear what the difference is between you and your competitors. It's understandable when people do this. After all, if you see a formula appears to be creating success in a particular market, then why mess with something that's already proven? But in doing that, you end up just looking like a poor imitation of your competition. And if someone is deciding between them and you, they'll pick the other more established side every time. You're far better off standing on your own two feet and finding a way to distinguish yourself from the other players in the market. Yeah, and we talked about how to stand out in a crowded market back in episode 289. So if you head over to membershipgeeks.com slash 289, if What we're talking about here sounds like you. That episode will give you some great pointers on ensuring that this isn't a roadblock to getting membership sales. So to recap, some of the most common obstacles, common roadblocks that we see people suffering from when it comes to getting sales. First and foremost, they're simply not asking for the sale. They're so worried about being salesy that they don't try and sell at all, but you do a disservice to people when you do that. The second is your membership is way too expensive. Now, I think every membership owner kind of maybe worries about that or thinks, oh, my sales aren't great, maybe I'm too expensive. Quite often it's not the case, but if you're shooting at over $100 a month, you're definitely going to have a lot of friction in the buying process. So that's something to really examine based on what we talked about in today's episode. Technical problems in the sign-up process can completely kill dead the chances of getting any sales. People can't join if the process to join is actually broken. Closed-door membership owners who don't market outside of their launches are making probably the biggest sales and marketing strategy mistake that we see. And unfortunately, a lot of that's down to some bad teachings around this strategy. You need to keep marketing between your launches to keep that pipeline going to make sure that the well doesn't run dry. Pricing that is way too difficult to understand is definitely a huge roadblock, as is charging a joining fee that doesn't really have a clearly explained justification. And the final roadblock is simply being indistinguishable from your competitors. If it's a choice between a known name, a known entity, and someone who just looks like them, people are going to go with the known name every single time. So make sure you find a way of standing out. So hopefully now you're more aware of some of these potential roadblocks in your own membership site, and you're better equipped to deal with them if any of them arise. Absolutely. And if some of this has struck a chord, and if this episode prompts you to smash through those roadblocks, we'd love to hear from you. Hit us up on social media at Membership Geeks pretty much everywhere. Let us know how this episode has helped, whether it's helped you to pinpoint problems in your sales and marketing that you weren't previously aware of, and more importantly, what you've been able to do in order to bust through those roadblocks. That's it from us for this week. Join us again next week for another episode of the Membership Geeks podcast. If you enjoyed this week's episode of the Membership Geeks podcast, we invite you to check out membershipacademy.com. 
Membership Academy is the original membership about memberships, and it's the essential resource for anyone at any stage of starting, growing, and running a successful online membership business. Whether you're still trying to figure out what your idea is going to be and you need some help making it a reality, or whether your website is already up and running and you're looking for ways to grow and attract new members, then Membership Academy can help you to get to the next level. Not only do you get access to our step-by-step membership roadmap, our extensive training library and exclusive member-only discount and tools, you'll also become part of our supportive, active community of membership owners that will help you along the way in your journey with feedback, encouragement, and advice. All of this and more make Membership Academy the number one place to be for anyone looking to start, manage, and grow a successful membership business. Check it out and join the community at membershipacademy.com. If you enjoyed this week's episode of the Membership Geeks podcast, we invite you to check out membershipacademy.com. Membership Academy is the original membership about memberships, and it's the essential resource for anyone at any stage of starting, growing, and running a successful online membership business. Whether you're still trying to figure out what your idea is going to be and you need some help making it a reality, or whether your website is already up and running and you're looking for ways to grow and attract new members, then Membership Academy can help you to get to the next level. Not only do you get access to our step-by-step membership roadmap, our extensive training library and exclusive member-only discount and tools, you'll also become part of our supportive, active community of membership owners that will help you along the way in your journey with feedback, encouragement, and advice. All of this and more make Membership Academy the number one place to be for anyone looking to start, manage, and grow a successful membership business. Check it out and join the community at membershipacademy.com.